Previously on X-Files Talk X-Files. Everybody's dead. Explain to me how people live past this. I want to know how do you produce that much vaccine in the time it takes somebody to die from an illness. Like anthrax, which is like three days. How do they mass produce the vaccine to cure everything? And why aren't any men chosen? They are. Like, Mulder was abducted. No, Mulder's not chosen. He's sick. That's because it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> Clearly, he would have alien. He had alien DNA. Where did it go? I, <laughs> apparently, regular human DNA can cause you to be able to read minds and do all the things he was doing in season seven. I seriously am confused, and I need answers. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm concerned. <laughs> I am. But the show is over. I mean. Explain to me how yeah. season 11 can even occur. Well, everybody at the FBI has to be dead. So how is there a show after at this? At the very least, like, they're dead. But maybe they're chosen. So, like, like maybe are, they're not. How do you investigate X-Files but if, then, like, if like, the, the FBI super, isn't super there anymore? Aren't going to kill everybody? Like, what good can two agents them. do against that? Honestly. I mean, let's be serious. But Einstein's a genius. Einstein's a piece of shit. Hello and welcome along to X-Files Talk X-Files, the only podcast that doesn't have budget for special effects makeup because we spent all our money shooting inserts of caller ID. <laughs> that was a long intro, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi everybody, uh, I'm David Harwood and joining me today I have Avi, Tiffany and Garrett. Hello to all of you. Hi. Hello. And, of course, today we are talking about the first episode of Season 11, My Struggle 3. And happy birthday to Avi. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for giving us some time on your birthday to talk about this episode, which I know you loved. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's hard. It In reality, it's not like I hated it, but I also didn't love it. And, I mean, obviously, if I wait... The things that I that I didn't like, obviously, they're way more than things that I liked. Um, but I mean, I wish you is... could see Garrett's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, it's hard because I've gotten into a few discussions online where I've seen a lot of people kind of disgruntled because they've been bullied into well if you if you like this thing you must be wrong and or if you didn't like it you must be wrong and 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 attacking each other and all this stuff right um and and then some other people that get really adamant about i'll take whatever it is that we can get so long that we can get more exiles um and everyone will have a different kind of stance on that um, I certainly had a couple of moments 
waiting for this episode to be released and thinking what I wanted to say on my review that I questioned even, well, you know, I don't know if I, if I actually wanted the X-Files back, if this is what we're going to get. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that yeah. any of us wanted it to end where it did end. No, definitely not. Um, yeah. And I, I know that you not said that you kind of feel that this episode was perhaps one of the more divisive episodes the show has ever done. And I, I disagree with that statement. I think it's not really so much a divisive episode as some people really hated it and some people were okay. But but at the end of the day, it, it is what it is. There's a reason why experienced critics have been panning this episode so strongly that they don't even want to talk about it. And there's a reason why there's there's so much aggressive marketing for the rest of the episodes than this one from Fox itself. And, you know, it. I mean, you you can be a fan and you can be supportive and, and still be, is still have critical thinking. You know, I feel bad criticizing this. I feel bad telling Chris that he, that he didn't get there with trying where to want to go. At the same time, he had caved himself, or he had put himself into such a deep hole with my struggle too, that in reality, he actually did a good job trying to drive himself out of that hole. Um, and... And yeah, he didn't mark, he didn't check all the all, all the boxes. It was going to be super hard to do so, um, especially doing the things that he still wanted to do, the things that he did in that episode. So, you know, you can only get one side or the other. Um, I I kind of feel bad for Robert Comets too because he wasn't ha- he has a great talent and he did the best that he could do to try to make this episode something that people will respond to. And a lot of people did. People were like, oh, I'm on the edge of my seat. And like, I'm so excited on all these like chases and all this stuff. And I'm like, yes, you, you had that happen to you because of a very skilled editor, but not because of the, of the content of the actual episode. You, you had that created by the, uh, some kind of pacing that makes you, um, kind of like instinctively respond to it but it's as if um it's as if you were given uh some kind of you know drug to be able to experience something in a heightened state yeah uh, and then and then and then they sit you down instead of putting you in a roller coaster they sit you down because there's nothing to respond to Mm -hmm. and and, and, and that was my thing. I saw the episode on the edge of my seat. Like, you can ask Kava. Like, is she, I punched Kava at some point during the episode. She mentioned I, there was flailing. Yeah. Yeah, I kicked <laughs> Kava at some point. Like, at the end, I kicked her. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. I, like, this is the only way I can respond to this. Like, and we were kind of like, we had two lots of one us already. But, you know, it, it was part frustration. It was part, I can't believe he went there. Is it's part and, and it's also like we can talk about the whole Scully and, and CSM situation. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. No, I knew you had a lot to say on it, so um, I'm just going to chime in real quick with my thoughts because I, I don't have a whole lot to say about this episode. Um, you know, I kind of guessed going in it was going to be you know 
Chris had got some screenwriting advice from his third grade nephew who basically said, why don't you say it's all a dream? Um, so I kind of knew that was where we were going. And I was surprised just how quickly they kind of skirted over. That was the kind of revelation because Chris did a very good job of making this feel a lot like old X-Files. You know, we had the frenetic pace starting off. You know, you get so caught up in that story, you forget. Well, hang on. What was the cliffhanger, <laughs> the episode just before this? But then after the episode is finished and you think back over what you've just seen and maybe you go back and you rewatch it, even though it feels a lot like classic X-Files, it's, it's not of that same quality at all. Um, you know, just the cop-out from the cliffhanger to start with, um, you know, just the pacing throughout the episode, it felt very clunky, um, very, you know, we, we know and we love and sometimes we tolerate Chris's monologues, um, everybody, you know, philosophizing over the teasers and stuff while we look at the stars and sometimes it works great, other times it doesn't. And for some reason, he thought that this episode had to be 80% those bad monologues. And um, it, it, it's it's good. I enjoyed it. You know, I, I did feel like, OK, I think we're getting back on track. And, you know, a big part of that was just how bad my struggle too was. <laughs> I, I was really scared what this is going to be. And so it was a complete 180. So I feel like we're heading in the right direction. It's not where I want Exiles to be, but... I'm overall thumbs up. This episode was uh, it was kind of aptly titled because it's really my struggle for the third time uh, watching it. Um, I think my problem has been with this episode is that I wanted the very first time I watched it to say that it was good because my struggle too was not the best. Um, I was extremely dissatisfied with two. And this one I want to like. I mean, it definitely had some of the touches to feel like a traditional X-Files episode. Well, it um, definitely was above My Struggle 2. I mean, if you uh, No, I don't think so. Really? I think this like is the worst X-Files wow. episode that has ever happened. <laughs> and I'm saying that even as Babylon, which I think was the worst episode. Until that. It, uh, yeah, this, okay. this was frustrating beyond belief. And it, it's kind of a weird frustration because I watched it the very first time and I was like, eh, this isn't great, but I'm, I don't hate it. But my problem is, when is it going to end? When are we going to get just, when are we going to get anything that matters? Uh, if you like this episode, I think that's great. I mean, congratulations. I, I hope that it was fantastic. But what did you get out of it? I mean, what new information was really i mean what really happened from beginning to end to propel the mythology forward and the answer is not very much not really and there's only my struggle four left where they're really gonna it's just a full myth arc i bet left. you're looking forward to that one i am absolutely not <laughs> i'm scared i'm not scared the show's got to end at some point i mean we got to be honest one episode left is not going to wrap it up most most shows when they they go off air they're lucky to get even a movie, maybe a couple episodes. But, I mean, to get as many episodes as they've had. They had another movie they and all these new episodes. Seasons, and he and still won't. It's not even yeah. that he hasn't wrapped it up. He's made it even so, he's made it so confusing. 
Yeah. There's no way you can keep track of everything that's in. And when he's not kept it confusing, he's like muddled it to crap. I mean, like Cancer Man was like this really odd character that was like thoughtful and in depth. And now he's like, I just want to kill everybody for no apparent reason. And now there's a new syndicate, which is it's just being added now people. for no, it's yeah, got two a, people. A I, I don't think it's a new syndicate. I think it, it, it is the people that inherited or that right. continued right. the old syndicate that, because CSM, CSM has, CSM has gone completely off the rails. He's not, he's not part of it anymore. I think right. That. Spender was but incinerated he, in a rocket attack. There was nothing left of him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, oh, like, God. the point is, like, I don't, I, I think I've just, I've disagreed with every decision from the get-go. And so it's just hard to, like, continue without taking that to heart. I mean, like, I don't think that Cancer Man should have been the bad guy in this. And And now that he is, he's not even interesting to me. I mean, like, he says all the cool Cancer Man things. But they don't mean anything anymore. Not really. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't really have like this. His plan has become stupid and extraordinarily vague in some ways. Like, I just want to kill everybody because I want to go back fourth wave. And you're like, I, okay, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Like, fucking just kill everybody. You're like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I was, I'm almost serious in saying that My Struggle 2 was a better episode because I kind of hope that it would end and everybody would just be dead. I'm like, <laughs> It's just so frustrating. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you in, in that sense, but not because it was a better episode. I think it was because we were moving forward. Right. I mean, there, well, there was something. We were leading to uh, uh, the pinnacle of the crisis, whichever right. and th- whichever believability it had of the yes. vaccines and all that stuff. Yeah. At least, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, granted, it was going to be really hard to come back to a, a suspended sure. kind of yeah. uh, Well, I mean, it's always been that way. But we've, we've, we've had to forgive so many little inconsistencies. Yeah. And there's, some of them aren't little. I mean, like, the super soldiers have, are replacing FBI agents all over the place, and suddenly, like, nobody no cares. Nobody cares anymore. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not mentioned or used as a thing. And <laughs> Maybe it's like, everyone's a super soldier. Okay, I give up. Like, kill everybody. I've, I've let it go. And it, even in watching this episode, it's like, I tried so hard to just let stupid things go. I mean, yeah. why is Spinder running away from the car? He's trying to get the door, obviously, but when a car's running to you, Get into safety first, and then find an exit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he's critically thinking that way. Why? Why did the henchman hit Spinder if he wants to know where the boy is? Like, why would you try to kill him? Right. I I would give you that. Yeah. My super favorite part is Spinder (laughs) grabbing the door. It's like, okay, fine. (laughs) He is somehow the guy is like, I'll pull my arm out, and then both of them stare at each other like, oh, we don't have guns. I was waiting like, for like, a FBI like, agent, and you're a henchman for the syndicate. Where are your guns? Yeah. It's a glass door. Just shoot. And the guy could have probably punched through the door. I don't really know that. Yeah. It's just, I would like <laughs> to believe. Weak. It was just weak-ass shit. It like, was. I don't even... And then the part that kills me is the henchman just leaves, and you never see that henchman ever again. He's well, not in. It, no, no, no. No, no. It's not no, the same that's henchman. that's not him. Oh, this wow. guy just disappears. You never see him. Spinder... Spinder goes to the hospital after this assault. This guy doesn't follow him. He doesn't try to collect him. We don't know any. I think this guy seems like the worst possible henchman ever. I mean, actually, all the henchmen are terrible. They are. <laughs> you're supposed to believe that this. Ma- I mean, but then again, I mean, 
They're asking. They're also they're also kind they're also kind of short staffed because they had to send the same henchman to go kill Scully, and they couldn't just right, like yes, call someone. Right, yes. Someone on on Facebook said that the recession must have hit them hard, too. Oh, it was so bad. (laughs) And then then it's like, oh, my God. There's so much pain. Your face is really wet right now. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) I think to Abby's point, though, believability. My problem with this episode is it's not believable. Oh, no, 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 no. You you take me right out of the story, and then I don't care. Uh, Cancer Man survived a Hellcat missile, and he's afraid that Mulder's going to kill yeah, him. What is yeah. How? How is it going like, to happen? What does Mulder have other than a gun? Yeah, I mean, I mean like, he's he's going to flame him with insults, and Cancer Man's going to cry yeah. to death? I mean, like, we have to go. He's going to, if he finds me, he'll kill me. Dude, a missile in your face didn't kill you. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, it's um, not. Yeah. You know, Reyes, Reyes is like, Skinner, oh, I have, no, this we'll is me her. with a gold uh, well, gun to your face. And it's like, uh, you're from the FBI. Why would you hold it directly next to, to his head? I mean, it, hold it in yeah. the back. You're in the back seat. Yeah. You have control. And then a car alarm spooks her, and she in Skinner's like, "Ah, oh, psych! I have the gun now." And it's like, <laughs> that's so dumb. And yep. It's like have to give him. Like they created so much crap in one episode, sorta. So you're like, fine, I get it. The doctor's got to say some stuff that sounds absolutely insane. She has seen super soldiers, but they kind of like vaguely just like go over that and nobody questions it. And Mulder's like, yeah, I see it. And <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I mean, but, mm. I mean, there's so many of those. Little- Take a deep so- breath. I mean, honestly, if you, if you added up the things of the episode that made sense, it, it like fits on the head of a pin. Right. It's also it's also it's so lazy in regards of I mean, in the one hand he walked he, he wrote himself over the hole, but on the other hand, he didn't really write anything new. One of the reasons why a lot of people are, are having issues with this with this episode, not not only because of the whole Scully situation and the cancer situation and the things that Chris has said is that right now the narrative of the of the show and the themes of the show are so close to home that people are legit just feeling overwhelmed by seeing the show. Yeah. There, it's no escapism by going to go and watch the X-Files. There, you, you're not putting your imagination to work, you're just seeing the news. And, yeah. and in that sense, um, it's also... I think that you're kind of like relying too much on other things that are not created by yourself. So, and by, by what I was saying before we cut off, it was that, so he went and rewrote Biogenesis and, and, and not rewrote, like he just just made a photocopy of it and now it's, it's Scully's narrative, which on itself, it could be interesting if you were to treat it as an, an original condition, not copying word by word the dialogue of those episodes, which is exactly what he did. The Morse code thing, the, I mean, there's an actual, there's yeah. an actual gift set on Tumblr that goes word by word exactly the scene from, from those episodes in season six and season seven and My Struggle mm-hmm. 3. Wow. And I didn't realize it was that. And that's, yeah, which is why it felt really? like that. Yeah. It is really, really bad i mean when not, like, she not, has abnormal brain activity i'm like yeah. are you serious like wh- yeah are we really going to go down this and, road again and even, and even a skinner the same person that actually detects this you know 
Yeah, and, and, and that's oh, right. He detects that it from Mulder. Oh. Uh, that's deep. Whoever caught that? That's. So, I mean, I, I had those feels from that scene. I didn't. But I didn't. I didn't realize scene. that it was because that I was hearing wanna, the exact same words. That scene again. made me want to punch I, the TV. I brought it up in a sense, not to that degree of detail, but I brought it up in a sense in my review saying it's interesting that we put Scully in the same situation. Yeah. But it, but it was because of my frustration of it is that, okay, so now Scully can see the future. And, and Scully and, and, and Mulder saw the future in some way. They both visited the future in some way. Why didn't we explore that situation that is a lot more profound where Mulder saw the future where he would like go and marry Diana and then have this life and then feel guilty because he went in and kind of like gave up on Scully and Scully comes to him and say like oh, how dare you be in this bed and, and you know be resting and all this stuff well the world is ending outside and then she is seeing it from the other point of view which if he had visited that narrative that would have been brilliant because that is explicitly laid out on those two episodes back yeah. then. Not go back to like, oh, let's meet, let me rewrite that one scene that actually made me feel a little bit more rapey about Scully and, and CSM. And like, oh, let's yeah. just drop this one bomb. Because, you know, we already kind of knew it all this time and people have complained about it. Like, oh, how, like, why are you outraged now? No, we've been a rage all this time, but oh, yeah. now, but now it's a little bit different because now we have a world that is completely oversensitive, and and yeah, we are oversensitive because we're fed up of the situation. Uh, we have a name for it now, and before we refuse to give it a name, and and now we have the the cherry on top of everything is that. If you were and, and said, yes, he, he raped Scully in one way or another, yep. and then you have the writer come out and say, yeah, you know what? You know what? Yeah, he raped Scully. And it's awful because he's an awful person. And he's, like, done all these things. And, and we need to and, – and the goal is that at some point maybe we'll find that they will, like, you know, make justice out of it. If Chris Carter had come out and said this, and, and he probably actually believes on that himself, that, that would be a thing. But instead, he went to EW and said that, you know, well, it's uh, science impregnated her. And yeah. it's not quite rape. It's kind of like science. It's science. Thing. It's, science. Yeah, it's, it's really simple. Science can't rape, we're, we're, we're back in um, postmodern Prometheus territory, aren't we? Yeah. 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 So. Which you know, the thing is, you know, that's, like, if he wants to... I know there are some people that don't want him to even write about rape. Like, I get it. I don't personally care what he writes about rape. What I care about is when he, in an interview, the same night the episode comes out, says, it's not rape. She was mm -hmm. impregnated by science. Well, it was against her will, against her knowledge. So tell me again, and, and let's say physically, how does that happen without... Penetration. You are it's, literally describing it's rape. Quite easy. It's, it's is it is the, it a, the answer is science. It's a right. He gun. explained this already. Yeah. I'm gonna get even very mad about something that he's fully explained. <laughs> it's simple. Sarcasm instead of people this didn't catch that. This is the going thing for him though. If you can explain it, it's quite it's, easy. It's science. it's science. It used to be God. Some random science that we don't science. know or care about. I mean, Cancer Man survived a Hellcat missile because. Science. science. <laughs> I mean, 
at some point, I don't know. At the end of the day, it does. It doesn't have to even be that he went and penetrated her. It's the fact that they uh, alien abduction is 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 rape in any in any regard. Even if they were and like you know just touched the chip and the chip activated with some magnets and whatever it is that you want to think right now. Because, like, yeah. science, it is it, it is all that encompassing. Yeah, I didn't believe that until his comment. And we can argue whether or not he actually is William's father or not. But his comment about being the father. You don't put yeah. your DNA in a chip in the back of her neck, which then sends your DNA but to then, her it, but, like, then, but then, But then Chris went and said, you know, uh, he's the father figuratively. He's not the father DNA-wise. Well, he didn't and, say that. He kind of left it open that if not the actual father, well, right? It was a very, yeah. very but but this you're is the thing. Rape, yeah, but so just say you're implying rape. Like, but, why but, why do you need to? Act going like back, not, we're going back to the well, the statement that Garrett said earlier is that he doesn't make a choice. He'll continue right. adding and yeah. adding and adding, and and so you know. Well, and and it's and it's and it's. It is the genius, but it's not the genius because you, yeah. I mean, and this is a conversation that Chris and I got into when we talked about my struggle to last year is that, you know, you never know when you have to pull the plug and he's very aware of it. He never, you never know when you have to pull the plug, but you have to be prepared for such a situation. He already went through season nine where he only had something like six episodes once he knew to try to figure out how to end it and he knew that six episodes wasn't enough to show to end a show that had only built for nine seasons in a movie now he has 10 seasons and two movies regardless of how much of that he wants to ignore or rewrite and and he still built up onto it and he still wants to be vague enough about things and there's so many theories about this about the the texture of this world now because he wasn't clear enough about it and that's not mm-hmm. i mean that's great when you when you're in a show that you know that you're going to have the longevity to continue going and give the fandom right. father to do their own creation and it's great for the fanfic writers and for us to continue talking about this for hours but at the end of the day you as a creator you either have a choice to continue writing the show that you you have done with that consistency that you have done that you've been praised upon at some point and then disgraced upon on others when you said that you don't have a plan and that that's your method. Oh my God, Abby, I I sympathize with people that like the X Files and want it to continue. I really do. The problem is, the more he writes, the more he ruins what has already been written. Mm-hmm. Cancer Man is not Cancer Man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mulder has been horrendous. I mean, the, the acting is the best you can do yeah, with I mean, what's I, given to him. Exactly. I mean, Scully yeah. is, I mean, it's, I'm she is, Jillian Anderson off, is wasted. Yeah. William B. Davis is wasted. I mean, it's garbage. And I mean, I mean that in the nicest way, but I mean, you can't, I, you, you can want something to last forever and that's fine. But what's the point in having a show if there's no conclusion? I mean, why do we even care about these characters if yeah. they never get somewhere? Why? What is the struggle, really? I mean, they're they're trying to achieve something. If they never achieve it, 
it's really not a good show. It's kind of sad. And yeah. Why did but yeah, I mean, but to address that, what is what? Uh, I mean, the point of the episode was, you know, that it was William like CSM struggle. So his struggle is that he has been, you know, um, doing all these so-called sacrifices because of what he personally believes should be what the world should be. Um, that is, we're overpopulated right now, that we should go back to whatever it is, that, you know, maybe four people in a room with him. Um, and, and that he's the one that knows the truth over everyone. Um, and and, and he had more screen time in this episode, and the episode didn't have Scully in the hospital the entire time and Mulder driving a car the entire time. And instead, it actually maybe focused on William B. Davis and his portrayal of CSM. It's always been kind of, he's been vaguely, like, he could be the good guy in the end, that maybe what he wants is actually good somehow. Mm-hmm. And I think that that vagueness has made his character more interesting. Yeah. Uh, now he's very boring. The new syndicate guy's sort of more interesting, even though I really, really, really hate the two of them. Um... <sighs> but I mean the thing I mean Scully is going to be the victim she's always going to be the one that's going to be like oh it sure happens get, to me we're going to get to that no I mean it's not just not just in this particular case I mean she is used time and time again as just a prop she's not a real character at this point and it's sad Mulder is becoming extraordinarily boring I mean he's like oh he wasn't even in character <laughs> but the characters have all fallen apart except for Reyes, who has been who she was for eight and nine. I'm just <laughs> not really. So Monica, um, yeah, I mean, if this is if my struggle two was all a dream, why could Monica being on CSM's team be part of this dream? Why did we have to carry that over to the new reality? So there's there's this one thing. Um, I mean. I don't know if I'm allowed to actually talk about this, but we're like not, we're not going to go into any spoiler like, territory. Why not? No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not spoilers. It's actually okay. a caught scene. So in the original episode, I'm sorry, Julie, if you're listening to this one, I want to talk about it. Um, so you guys are going to see it. It's it's going to be in the BTS. Um, in the original episode, um. You know how there's this one scene where the the goon comes, the the the, the new uh, syndicate goes to kill Scully um, to the clinic. Mm-hmm. The scalpel murder scene. Yeah, the, the scalpel murder. So like that wasn't going to be um, like Mulder wasn't going to be the one to rescue Scully. It was going to be Monica who would rescue Scully and. And so that, it, and it had a lot of sense because Skinner, in reality, he wasn't at the FBI. He was at the hospital's parking lot, which makes possible that he all of a sudden comes to Mulder and he smells like smoke. Um, so there, like, for me, it's kind of odd also watching this episode where I, I know oh, where they Oh, that makes so much cut. more sense, though, Abby. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like... Monica gets out of the car mm-hmm. halfway through mm-hmm. the conversation yeah, and we disappears. Can't out where she went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes. There's like other stuff that they cut off uh, that I don't. I'm not privy of. Oh, um, yes, but they, they do what yeah. they always do to that character. They made her <clears throat> nothing. 
yeah. I mean, if, um, you, if you watch her screen time, it's really just she's yeah. just there so uh, Cancer Man can have dialogue. Yes, she's the. She's just there to, so that somebody can listen to his monologues. Yeah, and... she says some stupid, vague questions yeah, every now and, and then. Uh, like, Do you love her? And, and, like, and, this uh... is, and this is the thing. So, like, the 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 promise for My Struggle 4, which we, we'll get to that whenever we get to that, um, <laughs> is that we'll get an explanation as to why. The problem with the transition between My Struggle 2 and My Struggle 3 is that in My Struggle 2, we're being told that that in, in that kind of vague way, because we have to accept My Struggle 2 as a dream, um, we're being told that in, in whichever way that, that Scully's brain interpreted it, uh, Monica is going to betray in some way the cigarette smoking men and give her the solution to something or lead her to some kind of truth that will help her, you know, discover where her son is or save the humanity or whatever it is. The problem is that now with having cut that scene from my struggle three, then, then Chris basically is, it's, it's kind of shaving away the opportunity that he's going to have to reestablish that opportunity where we're going to see it in real life. Because remember, this is all a dream. This is all in her head. This has not happened. The only thing that my struggle to serves for is that now they don't have to go again into explaining this ridiculous science that we got into well, my thank struggle. thank fuck for that. that. No, sense. no, they <laughs> and, need to explain and, it. And, they have and, to explain it. It doesn't make any sense. I no, need... no, no, but no, 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 no. You know how it doesn't, that doesn't need to be any explain it? Because n- now that they have my struggle too, and we went through like that ridiculous kind of trying to make it, that one of the things that we did we questioned at Nostrum from My Struggle Two was that one you wouldn't have time to produce a vaccine. Of course, you wouldn't oh. have to produce a vaccine. Oh my God, Abby! Because hold on, because because My Struggle Two is all aimed at suspended kind of reality within Scully's head. It didn't happen in real time. So the timelines don't yeah. make sense because of that. But that's a huge problem for me. And that's been my problem with the show. But but it's a struggle. It's a problem for you because you're assuming that what's happening in my struggle too, it's a logic reality. It's not a logic reality because it's a dream. In a dream, I go to your house. But it's it's not a dream though. It's a vision brought on by William. It's the future. It's it's not the future. It's just visions of like that's things. That's not what they said. Yeah. They implied that it was the future. That it's, it is the future, but it doesn't say that it's no, a no, play because by because the whole reason why Mulder is in the car, the only reason why they needed to include that in the script is because Scully calls and tells him that's how my vision started. Yeah, and that they, it they, is the future in her I mind. I understand that um, the future, the but, it's I have with but, this, but it's not a chronological future. Right, but the problem I have with this very, very poignant point that they're making here is at the end, Scully has created this vaccine. Uh, she gets the molder and she's like, oh, he's too far gone. I need stem cells. And you think she only needs stem cells for molder. So when she mm-hmm. wakes up, she knows everybody's going to die. And she mm-hmm. doesn't think, hey, I need to make a vaccine for everybody. I need to get a hold of Monica, get the Spartan virus, and figure this out. Yeah, that's what I She thinks. Fuck it. Fuck everybody. Why, why does she need William? 
for the vaccine. She can get started right now. The second she talks to to Reyes, gets the Spartan virus, she can make the vaccine right now before it all happens. Right. So Scully, if if Scully can use her DNA to make the vaccine, and Mm -hmm. the only reason she needed stem cells was because Mulder was too far gone at the time, and now she's Mm -hmm. had these visions of the future, all she has to do is send someone to Spartanburg to get the virus from CSM and then start making a vaccine. And wouldn't that be the first thing you thought about? <laughs> Correct. Well, that's why right. she sends Mulder there, and then she goes, oh, no, don't no, go, because no. that's she does, how it she doesn't, send, she doesn't send anyone. She wants to go and do it, and then Mulder goes and says, you know what, I'll take care of it. Yeah. No, don't she worry says about that it. you have to go find Cancer Man. Yeah. When Skinner just said you have to find William, it's... The, <laughs> I don't know why they have to find William is my but problem. No, Skinner said it, and it's no, kind of made sense. No, he but said it. He said, and he gets You actually have to go find Cancer Man. And then he does, but that's not where Monica, she gets the vaccine for Monica, not from Cancer Man. She does not care about oh, the millions yeah. of people that are going to die. This is the problem. Yeah, she, but it's a problem because, I mean, that's, that's what's coming up out of the editing that they did. It's not what was in that episode. It's, well, it's a problem of editing. Is, yeah, that's what, that's what is in yeah. the episode, though. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying from the beginning. It's just like, okay, we're left with something that they sort of had to fix. And even what he originally wrote is not even what we're getting. So it's, it's an issue... Because but, I mean, that's the problem with bad writing is if you're moving forward and you don't get into situations you can't get yourself out of. I mean, like, it's almost like I get my struggle too. that my struggle too may have been the most amazing episode ever. If this episode was just like had taken the place on dying. and they just figured yeah. it out and yeah. maybe everybody yeah. died and that's just the way it goes. That, that really would have made it a better episode. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't get I don't get. This is the thing. We've been on a show that has been predicting that the aliens are coming, that we saw the, we saw the ship and fight the future, and then we saw all those things and the tanks and the things. And like, then why continuously shy away from actually getting to the actual wreck? Like, oh, that's, why? It's, it's really easy because the aliens aren't coming, Abby. <laughs> they don't care. We don't have the resources we've anymore. Dis- we've destroyed the our planet. With that, the whole show <laughs> has been built around that. And it's kind of funny. People are like, well, you know, you shouldn't care about aliens so much. I mean, that's been the comment for me being like, I hate this episode. Like, why are you so stuck on aliens? It's like, you know, they could rewrite. In season 10, it's like, yeah, slug it off. That's fine. And this episode, slug it off. They, I mean, the aliens aren't coming. But mm-hmm. they saw them. Yeah. They physically yeah. have been there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you can't rewrite what the characters have seen. Yeah. Sure, rewrite some of the history, whatever you want, but you can't shy away from the alien story. It's been your story For, since the beginning. Yeah, since, <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck about the syndicate. I don't care about Cancer Man. If it doesn't include the Enderworld scenario, this show can suck it. I mean, I mean that in the <laughs> nicest way. But, I mean, yeah. you've been the pretense. You've said this is what the show is about. And if you're just saying it's all a lie, great. This has been the longest running gag ever. And no, you, you know, maybe this is the best show because yeah. of it. This, but it's not a joke. This I mean, is a like, good segue. So this is a really good segue into the William CSM re- revelation. Because Garrett and I were talking earlier about the main issue that we were discussing with the whole CSM William revelation 
is that whether you agree it was a good idea or not, whether or not it was well-written is going to highly depend on what Chris does in the next My Struggle. Because if he pulls Well, and everything his, between then and now. he pulls back from what he just showed everyone, if he pulls back and he's like, Cancer Man's lying, he's not really the father, then mm-hmm. it's kind of retarded to have even done it in the first place. Well, because everybody expects it's a lie. I mean, I mean it's just stupid. Cause, I mean, what would be surprising is if Cancer Man actually is the father. At this point, because I don't think it's a everyone is convinced. Mm. Garrett, you called that before. I I, I oh called God, that when it happened. Yeah, in the back in season. If you seven, watch that episode, come on, it's it was expected. Yeah. <laughs> right, but the thing is that it makes no sense because like timelines make no sense whatsoever. She would have been. She would have been. She would have been five months pregnant by the time that yeah, that mother got. I know, Abby. Know, but, but then she was show. pregnant for an entire season anyway. So. And so right. she's a malefant, whatever. And that's what I was going to say. It's it's but no, matter, but, but, the pro- but the problem special. is that those two, those two episodes actually have dates. And I the know. rest of the seasons don't. And William, so, like, William's birthday has an actual date. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he inseminated her multiple times over multiple instances. We're oh just seeing God. one of them. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that this... I mean, I thought it was really cool, first of all, that Chris actually remembered something that had happened in a previous episode. Oh, my God. And one that he hadn't, you know, he wasn't like the head writer on. Um, I I get all of the the complaints and stuff. And let's be fair, the mythology has been shit since um, the end of season seven. So, yes, thank you. I've I've never been a fan of the William storyline. This is the first time I'm actually interested in it because... Oh my god. You can't even say that. I mean, if I'm going to watch the show, I may as well try to be interested in it. I mean, what else is he given at this point? I, I don't care. I wish William would die already. I hate to say that. It's not going to happen. No, he has been the worst storyline. Yeah, I mean, this, this explanation makes a lot more sense to me than the, oh, she was barren, she's never going to have children. Oh, whoops, there was actually one or two sneaky over hiding in there. So, uh, you know, it was, it was her and Mulder to please all the shippers. This makes a little bit more sense, whatever else you think about it. Um, and I think it, it maybe, and I'm, Avi, I don't know what you already know, so let's not go into actual spoiler territory, but, you know, if this is the truth, or, you know, if this is the story that he CSM is peddling... He doesn't have the balls to be the truth. It's just... <laughs> no, it's not yeah. the truth. It's not the truth. It's okay, not the truth. This not... Is, if this is what we're putting out there as the truth, it goes a long way, I think, to explaining why Monica is now on Team CSM, that she believes the lie, and she is through some misguided loyalty to protect the child. That's why she's now on Team well, CSM. She's either protecting him or she's protecting Doggett because there's no other way her character would do this. <laughs> what? If not Doggett for doesn't those. exist anymore. He's dead. He is, he's not dead. Doggett's dead to me. They killed him. When <gasps> well, they he's dead to you, but that. not in the show. Uh, and anyway, so, like so, his schedule but, is conveniently busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's yeah. just, you know, he's Maybe with the money. Maybe he was really somewhere. smart. Yeah. But the thing, the thing, though, with how this is going to go is that now you, you've said, because th- what's happening right now is continuous lazy writing because he's going back to tropes of things that he did in the past. Yeah. Like, 
you know, putting Skinner on the take and, and compromising people oh that they God. love. Yeah, and then Skinner and, and Mulder have to have a fight and people have to pull them yeah. apart. I know we, we've, in the we've seen all this before. How many fights are Mulder and Skinner going to have in a hospital? In the most amazing hospital ever, by the way. Yeah, most expensive ward She in has the, the largest room of all hospitals I've ever seen. CSI glass all around. <laughs> and there's no nobody's in the hospital. Yeah, apparently no one else is sick there's like There's like three, hosp- three doctors, why, one nurse. Why, why has like why is there a scalpel like out in the open oh my god thank you why the hell is there a scalpel sitting in her room they're they're not cutting her they're not doing anything with scalpel can be there right i mean she was no it doesn't no it doesn't maybe she needed surgery dude if if she need if she needed surgery a scalpel is something that you put in a room when you never you're gonna use it and then you take it away that's surgical equipment so the scalp. Why that wasn't that big. guy a super soldier? Why are the the syndicate him yeah. a super soldier? I don't yeah, know. Garrett can figure out why Mulder didn't stab the dude in the neck. Yeah, I mean, the back of the he's neck. He fought people that have bleed acid, and he's like, "I'll slash this guy's throat right on top." Right of on her. top of her. <laughs> yeah. Also, that that is a very. Well, that's because nobody left the stiletto lying around. They just left the it, scalpel it lying does, around. Yeah. <laughs> there could have been so many other ways to kill this yeah. dude, but we have to be particularly graphic about this for no reason. It just I was kind any... of mad that Scully didn't kill him herself. I mean, I, you know, I, Mulder ran to the rescue. Come oh, on. come on. I, I, yeah. I, no, no, no. I actually, I'm okay with that. Because, yeah, she was, she had seizures, she was in a car wreck, she was, like, probably under sedation, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna be unrealistic about this. She's not, she's not Wonder Woman. It's, she's just a woman. But this is but, why he should have been a super soldier. You would never question it if he was a super soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and big hand as well to agents Einstein and Miller who turn up just in time to not know an assassin when they oh see him. Oh, my him. God. Yeah. This was yeah. the best episode just because they weren't in it. <laughs> they, they were. Just it. for, like, a minute. No, they were. Like, they were there. They pulled her out of the right car out. when she wrecked it. Yeah, Garrett just ignored It was him. funny when she woke up from the end and she was like, oh, the revisions. I was like... How far back does this go? Because they could just totally write no. those two characters it does completely not go out. Far back no, nice well, I, know. I think I think I we sad. all know the truth is that they're really still in that field with all the mushrooms and nobody's found them <laughs> right. yet. But it's funny, like a lot of people. But a lot, from? but a lot of people were a lot of people were like hopeful because at some point, whenever they're being carried, they're carrying her out of the wreckage. Someone says, "Ma'am," but it wasn't them. It was like just someone saying, "Ma'am," and they were like, "Oh my god!" So they don't know her. So Babylon hasn't happened. I'm like, "No, sorry guys, (laughs) Babylon happened." So unfortunately, happened. Why were they at the hospital? Has that been explained? They took her there. They took her there. Where did they? If you watched, if you watched, they pulled her out of the car. Yeah. Oh man, I totally. It's the back of their heads, and it's out of focus, but it's them. Yeah. Yeah, they pulled her out of the car. That's really convenient. Yeah. They actually say, they actually say, oh, we found her and she had the, the, the band. The medical uh, bracelet hospital. from that hospital. Yeah, yeah. Oh That's how God. they knew to take her to that specific hospital. One oh. thing in the episode that did make sense. Maybe yeah. it was Einstein's scalpel that she just happened to leave on the nightstand or something. Right. In Scully's okay. hospital. Uh, that, <laughs> just maybe. like that. I mean, that's no, stupid. So Why did they even have to be in the episode? That, oh. And I can tell you, and we talked about this before, the the ones that are coming up are great episodes. I love the Glenn the Glenn Morgan episode, and even the one that 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 Chris wrote that 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 Kevin Hooks directed is a really good episode. So you're saying don't give up on season eleven just because of my struggle free 
And uh, by the way, listeners, please don't give up on our podcast just because of this episode. Like, it's not like, it's it's not like he doesn't, like, I, I think a lot of people that read my review and that have been online and, and listened to all the people that are, that are complaining are like, wow, you're throwing the baby with the bathwater. No, we, one, I only review the first episode. That first episode on its own can be reviewed and be be deemed as something very problematic. And still, we can still think that the resolution is really good. I'm not saying that these people do not have it as writers and as people that are really talented. What I'm saying, what we're saying is that this episode as a whole, as something that was what the X-Files was at some point, just doesn't work. You're watching it and you you know, it feels like it's an old X-Files episode, but really it's not. It's just all these different beats that we've enjoyed in previous episodes, stick them in a blender and, right. and this is what comes out and grab some of the previous dialogue throw it I mean, in at this, at this point we're just watching the right show for the standalones so <sighs> right now it's looking as if you know when you start telling a story to your kid and you're gradually getting more and more tired that you're just lowering your words and forgetting what it is that snow white was doing this yeah. is what it is that's a really good description of what this episode was <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because the two minute montage at the beginning of uh, Cancer Man, when he's talking, you're like, oh, this is starting to feel like the old X Files, and they're showing the aliens and stuff. And then it's like, but the aliens aren't coming. It's like, yeah. what? why fuck do you it. even talk Everything about we it? did before, just fuck it off. The new narrative is that you're trying to kill everybody, yeah. and the new syndicate is trying yeah. to get everybody it's, to go into space. It's Cancer Man and Monica and a henchman against the two new people and a henchman. No, I still no, don't. And then I was like, wait, what? No, no, no. It, 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 I mean, if Cancer Man was that much it, of a dick. I mean, if you're killing everyone on Earth, why the fuck do you need to move to space? No, no, no. They're not killing everyone on Earth. They're escaping because they think that they can't stop it. That's what they told Mulder. They can't stop Cancer Man, so they're... Yeah, they're just leaving. But Mulder's <laughs> going to kill Cancer Man. But Cancer Man can't die. You see, this is the problem with this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that was a messy podcast for a messy episode <laughs> oh my god yes sorry guys so thank you avi thank you tiffany thank you garrett thank you thank you for, for having, having us, us again yeah, thank so you excited yeah and listeners if you would like to share your thoughts on uh, my struggle free uh, please go to x-files talk xfiles.com scroll down and click on uh, episode 46 my struggle free where you can uh, see the show notes and please uh, leave us your comments and questions uh, in the comment section there and if you're not happy with where the show is going, you're invited to explore an alternative X-Files timeline with us. Uh, simply go to xfilestalkxfiles.com. Uh, there's a button at the top of that page where you can make a $5 donation to support the show, uh, keep these episodes available online for everyone to listen to, and in return, we will give you an exclusive bonus episode where Avi and Kava and I talk about the X-Files audio series, which also stars David and Gillian. I'm off to watch a highlights reel of Chris Carter directed car chases and get a good night's sleep. Probably would run a million miles Lose my little 
just what they should have gone the full hog and made it into like a proper little section from a French New Wave film or something where Mulder's just driving along. For some reason, he's voice oh, you know, he's narrating the scene himself, something like a. As Fox drove across states, he thought to himself, were Scully's visions a prophecy playing out in real time? For even the very wise cannot see all ends. Communism, like any other revealed religion, is largely made up of prophecies.